And hello and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is podcast number 293. Woo! And tonight we're going to talk about connecting to your inner guidance. You know, the name of the show is Guys Guys Radio, and we deal with all things guys, guy. Uh, but it's more than, it's not just, you know, beer and booze and babes and football. It's, it's more about how men and women can be at their best so everyone can win. That's what it's about on Guys Guys Radio. So we like to uh, expand the club and we like to get into different areas. The show started out a couple of years ago. We did lots of dating experts and relationship experts because my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, is all about relationships and dating and misunderstandings uh, between men and women and that great chasm between the two when it comes to communication. And since I the, wrote the book and it's been published, I think that chasm has become a canyon between men and women where they're really kind of headed in different directions um, and not on the same wavelength and anything we can do to help that out we try to do on guys guys radio uh, also here on guys guys radio we talk to we've had comedians we've had fantasy sports experts we've had writers novelists nonfiction book authors wellness experts spiritual teachers and this evening we have Natalia Estar, and she is a incredible person. I think you best best described as an energy healer, intuitive coach, holistic healer, spiritual teacher, clinical nutritionist, crystal resonance therapist, and intuitive reader. And she's going to be on in a few minutes. And looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to have a great show. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on in uh, the world, and um, and we'll, then we get to our special guest. Okay, uh, this is uh, June 20th, so that means that tomorrow is summer solstice, and I guess everybody's looking, looking for, uh, uh, you know, the summer, and this evening then and tomorrow would be kind of like the longest days of the year, so enjoy the sunlight as long as it lasts, and ironic, just as we're getting into the summer, well, then we start to lose slowly but surely, we lose a minute of sunlight of daylight until December 21st, I believe it is. The days get shorter, the nights get longer. But right now we've got summer, so, you know, we've been building up to this point and we'll hold it for a while. And then when it gets into the fall, you'll see it starts to get dark at five o'clock and all that stuff. So get out there. Now's the time to enjoy your summer. I don't know what you have planned, but uh, I'm going to be away for a good chunk of the summer. Uh, I'm going to be working on a book and a nonfiction book, a kind of a guy's guy book, but it's not going to be called that. But it'll be to help men and women be at their best so everyone could win. It'll be about that. Um, so what I've done is I've been so super busy with uh, with the show. We've been doing a lot of pre-recorded shows for you. So there'll be one or two shows every week right through the summer. I'll be back in mid-August and pick up the live shows. But we did a lot of pre-records and a lot of great guests. I have a couple more to go before next week and uh and then uh, and we did them all live so the thing i think one of the things that separates us on guys guys radio our podcast versus a lot of other podcasts is we like to do it raw here i don't like a lot of editing i like to do it live the energy is better with me and a guest whether i know them or haven't never spoke to them and just looked at their work and it creates a good creative tension and energy 
and there's no kind of going back. We just go. And sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes I use the wrong words. Sometimes I, you know, kind of go, uh, don't go directly through the questions, the, the way they're kind of laid out. What I try to do as a host is think about our listeners and what would they like to ask? What would they ask? Pointed questions to our guests. And I think the guests mostly appreciate that. Some of them like to stay on script and they want to hawk their goods. And I, I get it. And I only choose guests for the show who I think can help people. And I want to help them get the word about what their work is out there. So it's a win-win. But the really cool guests, and most of them are, we like to kind of delve off. Sometimes we'll make a little bit of a left turn and we'll go down a rabbit hole here and there on a particular topic that's relevant to their work. But that's good. And, and it's always organically coming from an authentic place of, you know, how we can help the listeners by getting the information out there and answering the questions that I'm thinking and maybe intuitively that uh, they would want to ask. So we've had a, a, a crazy week again. Let's see what else is happening. Um, tomorrow in the guys, guys world, uh, um, we've got uh, in the guys world, we've got the NBA draft. And all the drafts in all these leagues now, because, you know, sports is fun. Sports are fun. They're a distraction for everybody. And, you know, there's a game and there's a score. So everybody gets into it. And now the NBA is huge again. Uh, It was, and then it kind of tailed off for a couple of decades, and now it's huge again. And it's a stars-driven league. Because unlike football and baseball, in the NBA, there's five guys on the court for each team. You see the faces. You know the names. And uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of star power. One thing that bugs me about the NBA now is like they have so many different uniforms. I don't mind like you have your home and away and maybe you have one alternate throwback uniform or something like that. But now it's out of control where every team has four or five uniforms. I'm like, I turn the games on. Sometimes I'm like, I, I don't know which team is which until I kind of, oh, they're wearing gray now uh, instead of uh, royal blue. Like what? And it's it's kind of crazy, but I know why. We know why they want to sell merchandise, so that's the way it is. But the draft is tomorrow, and I'm a Villanova University undergrad graduate, and uh, four of the five starters on the team have opted to go into the draft. So we'll see what happens. This uh, one guy, the small forward, Mikel Bridges, uh, he may end up on our New York Knicks here in New York, so that could be interesting, or he could go to Philly, which would be great too because Villanova is down in Philly. I spent four years down there, and it was four great years because uh, Philly's a great city, uh, much more manageable than New York. It's a diff- totally different vibe um, than than New York metro area, um, but it's a cool place, and it's you know it's only an hour and a half, two hours away. So it's easy to get down there and come home. I could come home on weekends when I wanted to, which after a while, when you go to college, you know, at the beginning, you want to come home on the weekend. And then you're like, I'm not going home on the weekend. Uh, So that's that. Elsewhere, we've got the World Cup. Uh, Again, it's so tragic that we don't have the U.S. team. We don't have Italy, one of the traditional powers. We don't have Holland, the traditional power. They're not in the tournament, but there's a lot of other teams uh, today one of the games that was on and they're playing in moscow and um so the games are on early in the morning for the most part uh and then early afternoon because there's the time difference and it was uh portugal against morocco and you know people are watching portugal won one nothing it's kind of like i haven't found a team to root for because i'm being I've, i'm a fan of the u.s i'm a fan of italy because i have some italian blood i do have some german blood but i don't root for germany for some reason but um 
I don't know who the root for. I think I might go for, I'd like to see a new team instead of Argentina and Brazil and Germany and Spain over and over again. It might be like, I'm thinking Belgium maybe, but I haven't seen them play yet. So I don't know what their style of play is, but I'd like to see a lot of upsets. I hope it's a fun tournament so far. It's pretty good. And, uh, We'll see what happens. Um, let's do the quick guys guy of the week. Then we'll bring our guest on. And at the end of the show, I'll do a, if we have time, we'll do a guys guys guide uh, after the second break. So uh, guys guy of the week, I have a guys guy and I have an anti guys guy. The guys guy of the week is um, this jogger. It's a female. She was uh, Dave's video. It was actually on the New York post website. And uh, this guy, he 57 year old guy got out of his car and he chased down this female jogger want to kidnap her basically. And he has been a convicted rapist amongst other things. And she fought him off. And then another, uh, a neighbor, I think drove up in a pickup truck and he stopped. So, uh, the guy got caught. The woman got away. The guy was who did this. The perpetrator was alleged perpetrator was caught. And, um, but I give the woman a lot of credit for battling her way away from this guy and, uh, good for her. So she's the guy's guy of the week. I don't have the name. I don't, they didn't publish that, but She's our guy's guy of the week because the guy's guy of the week can be a male or female. It doesn't matter. They have to have the qualities that we, uh, that we, we, we have as guy's guy, which is unassuming strength, casual confidence, uh, integrity, a seductive kind of integrity, emotional intelligence, timeless style and, and fun. And in this case, unassuming strength and uh, confidence there. So she gets the guy's guy of the week, our anti guy's guy of the week. Once in a while I do this, uh, if it's warranted. And this time it's the United, the company, the United Colors of Benetton, Italian company, fashion company. They started doing print ads using uh, pictures of uh, migrants, uh, people who you know were refugees basically trying to get into Europe and who were turned away. And they used their photos, photos of them uh, in their advertising putting their logo on there then it's just such bad taste to be first of all these poor people that got turned away these refugees and then then they're being exploited are you kidding me so united colors of benton benetton you are our anti-guys guy of the week all right let's take a super quick break and then we'll be right back with our special guest natalia estar you're listening to the Guys Guy Radio. All right, we're back. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Welcome back. Um, let me tell you a little bit our special, about our special guest. We're going to talk about connecting to your inner guidance because it's really important for, for men the, these days to uh, start to expand their consciousness and do what they can to work on themselves. What I've been reading lately basically says that if you – as a person and particularly for men, if you can work through, if you have bad things happen to you, like we all do, maybe you get an illness, you have financial things, you lose your job, whatever, uh, get a divorce. What, if you can battle your way through that from a soul perspective, instead of an ego perspective that not, and you heal by doing that, not only do you heal yourself, but you also help the rest of mankind, your, your energy, is elevated and that helps that has a ripple effect and light is much stronger than darkness. And by working on yourself and working through issues, you're actually elevating the frequency of the planet. So I'm going to ask Natalia about that, but let's uh, let, and that's part of kind of going inside inner guidance. So let's talk about Natalia a little bit more. She was born in a little village in near Siberia. Her backstory in Russia 
She left home at the age of 20 to discover the important purpose that compelled her since childhood and pursued a career. She was a singer. She traveled all over the world and uh, she was in uh, uh, singing everywhere in, in Egypt. And uh, then in only a few years into a journey, she had she she got a disease and then she struggled phys- physically and emotionally. Uh, a lot of unsuccessful traditional medical treatments. So she left her singing career and she embarked on a quest to overcome her condition and she found her hope in holistic healing and she is a holistic healer and her illness was healed. And more importantly, she found a new world of deep inner spiritual transformation and connections to higher realms, whether it's uh, fifth frequency or fifth dimension or whatever. We're going to talk about that because we're in the third dimension and the fourth dimension is kind of the um, place where you do, I guess, astral travel or stuff when you're sleeping. And then fifth dimension where you can do some healing, I think, but Natalia will uh, straighten me out on that. And while she was uh, looking for healing, she aligned herself with her true purpose of spiritual uh, awakening. So she's an energy healer, holistic coach, certified clinical nutritionist, certified crystal resonance therapist, and a transformational retreat facilitator. She offers on her website, um, mytempleofhealing.com. She offers reading, intuitive readings, crystal healing, personal group coaching programs, and transformational retreats. So let's welcome her back to Guys Guys Radio right now. Good evening, Natalia. How are you? Hi, Robert. What a great introduction. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you for, for being back. I wasn't aware. I read your backstory again today. I was like, wow, you went through a lot. Um, maybe for the benefit of uh, some of our listeners who didn't hear our first show with you, which was over a year ago, uh, you know, tell us a little bit, a little mini encapsulation of uh, kind of your your journey to uh, where you are now, because you left Russia, you had no money, you just used your gift of singing, and it took you in different places and twists and turns, and maybe uh, uh, share a little bit more of that with us. Yeah, well, I can connect that to the topic that we have the following our uh, inner guidance. And um, when I was 20 years old and living in a small village in the middle of the forest, um, and I told everybody, oh, I'm, I'm going to, um, when I was five years old, I told everybody that I'm going to be living in America. And not everybody said to me, like, oh, yes, a little girl, of course you can do it. No, everybody said, you, you are crazy. You're not going to go anywhere. So when I grew up, and um, it was very challenging, and living in poverty, and people, um, you know, they didn't know any better. They didn't mean um, ill or anything, but I didn't have any encouragement or, like, yes, girl, go follow your dreams. No. Uh, If I would say, oh, I'm going to go to Moscow and become a singer, everybody would say to me, "Um, you must be crazy. (laughs) That's impossible. Where do you get the money? How? You know, so right. all these questions are right now preventing us to actually following our dreams and stepping forward with our purpose. All those objections that actually other people come across and say, oh, how are you going to do that? Where are you going to get the money? So when I was 20 years old, I listened to that inner guidance, and I actually didn't listen to everybody um, around me, and I took a step forward, and I actually hitchhiked on a truck, and... Um, I went to Moscow and oh my God, it's become a great journey. What a great journey! Um, I'm glad I didn't stay in uh, my little village. I'm glad I did that leap of faith. But it was a leap of faith. It it was so much that I trusted my own guidance instead of uh, listening to what everybody else says. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, just for the benefit uh, of uh, Americans and our listeners, Moscow, um, you know, most people don't know anything about Russia or Russians. I did some work with them. I worked on the product Stolichnaya uh, when I, during my marketing and advertising career, so I got to know some of them. I did not get, you know, just when we switched over, uh, I didn't get a – I missed out on the first trip to, uh, to Moscow, and I was all set, and then things happened with the company. So I never got to go, but – for the benefit of, uh, you know, Americans, could you tell us a little bit about, you know, Moscow as a city and um, about how Americans should view Russians? Because we get everything through this filter of, you know, Putin and uh, nothing about the people themselves. Um, at this moment, I don't really know because I live in America for 10 years already. <laughs> that mm-hmm. story been 10 years ago um, when I left uh, the little village. But... Um, it's the same. It's the big city, same much of as New York, but um, uh, that's that as much as I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but, um, let's... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. Um, the thing that um, when you do follow your inner guidance, you find yourself living the life that you were meant to be and you feel you don't have regrets. And so many people that I've talked to and my clients, they come to me and they feel like I'm not living my own life. I feel like I wasted it. I feel like I'm not deep inside. I'm not happy because I don't feel like I'm uh, fully fulfilled. And that's mm-hmm. when you go, you know, uh, too far. So um, when you go away from your, um, astray from your purpose, uh, you feel that unsatisfaction. So yeah. for for the you know for everyday folks, what, what question for you? When did you? Um, what was the tipping point for you to be able to connect clearly with your inner guidance? How did you know it was true, or just you mind talking to your monkey chatter? You know, talking mm-hmm. to yourself. And then how yeah. how how can everyday people um, connect with uh, their higher self or their guides or ETs or whatever? To get the, the, the <laughs> no, because <laughs> right, because you know, guides can be ETs. I, I would assume it's like yes. so. Um, how 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 can uh, what what happened to you specifically, and um, mm-hmm. how can people kind of get started in being able to look inside and trust their inner voice and kind of wipe away the monkey chatter? Because we'll get into you know some of the specific things to do in terms of you know, like the role of diet and. The, uh, not eating meat and stuff like that, but what happened to you and what are some things that people can do to, to get to know their uh, intuition? Yes, and that was the tipping point for me, um, and I, I wrote a blog about it, and um, the first one we can do is the physical thing. When, you, when I started to uh, change my diet because of my physical condition, I had no option, but I, I had to... Mm-hmm. Uh, change you know basically overnight if I wanted to you know get up out of the bed so um, as soon as I did that and I started to cleanse my body out of all the toxins all the heavy food and um, you know processed food so I started to eat uh, vegetables fruits and nuts and uh, I started to take good supplementation and mineral also um, it's uh, the, the way that my intuition, it, it was just incredible how big of a difference it, it became, not only my energy, but um, everything, intuition, uh, mental clarity, and emotional wellness. So, but it, it doesn't come right away. You need to 
let the physical body, you know, one, two, three months to detox, to release all these chemicals. I found that all these chemicals are actually clog the pathways through which your soul is trying to reach you out, sort of connect to you, right? Mm-hmm. We have a soul, um, or we can call it a higher self, and we have our guides, the guides that help to guide us in, in this um, incarnation. So when, when we... Um, uh, have this processed food, and it's it's so loaded with heavy metals and chemicals. They weigh us down, and they clog our um, energy channels. And they um, also one of them is fluoridated water. Um, if mm-hmm. you just stop drinking fluoridated water, you will start noticing you've never noticed before, <laughs> and you mm-hmm. will just start to perceive reality in a way in a different way than than what you perceive right now. So that is the step one, I would say, is to, and again, I would not want to preach vegetarian and not vegetarian, but I just want to comment that by um, letting go of eating, especially like red meat, um, it, it does help a lot with being a lot more in tune with your, with your body, with your feeling. And also, actually, you know, you become very compassionate. You know? <laughs> That's interesting, right? Uh, I, I got to tell you, yeah. well, it, it happened to me. I stopped eating meat 10 years ago. I'd never planned to, okay. but I actually went out on a date with the woman who would become my wife. And I noticed she was vegetarian. So I, I didn't order a cheeseburger. And then I started to wean myself off meat. It took me a year because first I gave up beef and then I gave up, uh, I never ate beef after I met her, but then I gave up chicken over time and then poultry and then everything, you know, lamb and pork and, and it was gone. And um, I never did it for the animals. But about five years later, I started thinking like, you know, we don't need meat. So why are we farming, if you will, industrializing these poor, Mm -hmm. innocent animals just to eat because they taste good? Because you can get all the nutrients from plant-based sources. So it's we don't need to eat meat, but I got to tell you, it's tricky when you're trying to eat other stuff because, you know, then you start doing vegetarian stuff and a lot of the vegetarian foods have are soy based. And the more and more I read is that soy is not the greatest thing for you. What's your point of view on soy? No, No, I personally don't use soy. Um, I uh, try not to uh, because it's it's isoflavones. They're not good. They're high in estrogen. So for women, they're not very good because they increase our estrogen. Um, and for men, it's not good to have so much estrogen either. So um, I'm not into soy, but there are other um, forms of protein that I like, um, and um, like hemp protein, um, mm-hmm. brown rice, um, pea protein. is uh, I love mm-hmm. pea protein. So there are other um, ways, and I still eat eggs personally. But, um, you know, like, it's not exactly the way you said. It's just not you become vegetarian overnight. It's not, you don't have to do that. You can slowly let go, you know, um, just Mm -hmm. experiment with it, just play with it, just try to not, and see, you know, not like, not eat meat for a week and see how you feel. And maybe then add some chicken, you know, it's, it's, um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be rigid or a, a religion. Uh, is just um, the way what works for you. Now, let's flip it around um, in terms of, you know, some things to avoid. Well, well, before we do that, just let me ask you, what's your point of view on alcohol? Is alcohol in moderation, a glass <laughs> of wine, a little vodka now and then, or is it like no alcohol? That clogs the... Yeah, 
that's one and the other one uh, in terms of the physical way how to bring the body to the to the to the right speed to pick up the the, the higher guidance is not actually not to smoke and drink alcohol and um not drink alcohol means uh, i mean <laughs> Does it mean never? I mean, you uh, can say it. I mean, uh, it's. Yeah, I don't really want to make anything of a religion, but mm-hmm. probably um, half of a glass once in a while not going to be a, a huge difference. But mm-hmm. that that would be as much. Uh, probably okay. not. Whatever you know, um, one glass a week. Um, you know, because what happened is, alcohol lowers our um, body, right? You know, our um, aura. And weakens mm-hmm. our aura, and um, when we have weakened aura, um, we can have an entity attachments. So they actually—you okay. uh, have no idea how many entities are at the bar, just waiting for a host to, to mm-hmm. lash onto. I've, so I've heard that. Is, I have heard yes. that. Yes. So that's the reason why I would say, um, you know, on a social occasion, just a you know, a small sip, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I, uh, I put myself on this, this diet this year. It's, I call it the process of elimination. What I've been doing is I give up something new every week and then I just keep adding to it. And I'm on 25 yes. weeks now. I have a list of the 25 things and it's all things that I really don't need. They're like starchy things yeah. or, uh, simple carbs and sugary things. And I, it's actually, you know, I've lost a good solid, uh, 15 pounds. And, um, I, the first thing I gave up was alcohol. So I've, I've gone six months. Yeah. I haven't had a haven't had a drop and um, I'm yeah, clear. That's, that's great. for sure. Yeah. So and, I'm going to go the whole notice, year. Uh-huh, you notice how, how clear you become mentally and emotionally yes. and how much energy you have physically and you, you have a great sleep. You don't get sick. You know, you just keep going and, uh, that's, that's you know, true. you have a, I sleep you, like a baby. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a, a renewed, you renewed body and that body just works for you. The body loves the mm-hmm. way you treat it. You know. Yeah, and and it's so important for uh, you know for for boomer men and uh, for women too that you know you get to a certain stage where a lot of people who are you know over forty they they keep doing things the exact same way they've always done things and then they get sick and they go down fast things start to you know snowball and they they basically a lot of people refuse or have to be kicked and dragged to to make changes which aren't that big a deal. Lifestyle changes, if you take your time to do it and you do it proactively, preventively, um, you, can, you can really, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you can really help yourself through the prevention by taking care of yourself um, before you get sick. Because once you get sick, then when yeah. you're dealing with Western medicine, you're going to deal with removal or suppressants, right? Yeah, yeah, and so you know, people, um, most people think that they're invincible, and this is not never going to happen to them. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's also the way our soul is guiding us back to on track. It's mm-hmm. creating some kind of a um, problem, issue, disease, either the disease or accident, which ne- there is no accidents in life, but it's mm-hmm. the way that our soul puts us back on track. When Got we it. went way off the road, mm-hmm. and let's, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Um, one, just one last item on that. Um, let's flip it around and say, okay, some things you can do. We talked about uh, things to, to eliminate. I just learned mm-hmm. about, and what, actually, we, my wife and I, we ordered two cases of this stuff, and it's expensive, but it's fourth phase water, 
And supposedly that removes a lot of heavy metals and a lot of, it's like highly energized water. That's so okay. much better than even filtered water, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have, what, have you heard of this? Um, I'm, right now um, I'm hearing um, because we are like, so we are just expanding technologically very fast and they, um, they make all kinds of waters right now. I don't exactly heard about this kind, but there are a lot of companies that produce water that actually put plasma gas through water to make it highly, highly hydrating. And, yes, it, right. it, it probably is. I would believe it is. And it's definitely okay. definitely a good, good, good way to choose water, too. Yeah. How about um, I've also heard about um, drinking out of uh, co- copper, like um, – I know it started with the Moscow Mule, which is a vodka drink, but um, a lot of people now are using copper cups to drink water out of. You sit, you put water in them, and you let it sit for eight hours, and then you don't do it forever, but you do it for a couple of months, and then you, you know, you don't do it for a couple of months, but you drink water that's been sitting in copper. Um, yeah. Your thoughts on that? Have you heard of this? Um, I haven't heard of it, but um, that would be probably a way to get copper into a system. That's okay. probably um, because that a good we are efficient. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, what I like uh, personally, I like to have monatomic gold, which is ormus, and I like to take mm-hmm. that on a daily basis, which helps with also to be in a higher flow and higher state and um, connect to your intuition because we actually, what happens is through food, even by eating organic or by eating healthy, we're still not getting enough minerals and mm-hmm. especially mon- monoatomic minerals, we, we don't get them enough. So um, unfortunately, we, we still need to supplement and supplementation with minerals. And I would also recommend to supplement in a liquid mineral, non-ionic form, because they're um, absorbable rather than just um, having capsules, you know. That's mm-hmm. my intake of that, yeah. Okay. Um, I've also heard, um, I've got two two different positions on this i've read and uh i was drinking uh in the morning a big glass of water and sometimes i have an organic lemon squeezed into it and that's good and sometimes i put apple cider vinegar in it and drink it and i was told um by a healer actually who was on the show and she said no 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 too many people are drinking this apple cider vinegar and they're having problems with like their esophagus and things like that because it's too acidic and it's really you know people don't have a handle on on apple cider vinegar. And the other one she mentioned is she said turmeric, everybody, you know, cheers about turmeric cause it's kind of a cancer fighter, but turmeric can also kind of burn up your esophagus uh, on the way down there. So any thoughts on that, Natalia? I haven't heard anything negative about uh, turmeric. I personally like golden milk in the evening, helps mm-hmm. to sleep better on, on, you know, sometimes, not every day. But um, I, I actually hear a lot of good things about apple cider. It's acidic only, but when you take it, it becomes alkaline within your body. But mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't probably take it to like straight, maybe in water because it's right. really, but even, um, yeah, you the, know, the, yeah. Yeah, the thinking was with, it, with even water. So I figured, well, I guess if uh-huh. you do it every day on an empty stomach, it's probably not good. But if you do things, uh, and even with a Tamara, once in a while, that's okay. Yeah. And it's so it's so weird with a lot of these things that are supposedly good for you. I'll give you an example. Um, I've been mm-hmm. taking uh, saw palmetto for, uh, you know, just I figured, well, okay, preventative thing for prostate. Yeah. And then I've yeah. been taking some other uh, supplements. And my PSA number actually went up. And then I stopped taking the supplements, including saw palmetto, and my PSA number went down. 
And I read that mm-hmm. natural supplements, some natural supplements and saw palmetto can raise your PSA. And then, you know, with the PSA, uh, you know, prostate issues are so overly uh, overdiagnosed, if you will. And then they start poking around down there. And a lot of times, you know, you don't really need to do anything about it because as you age, your number is going to go up anyhow. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes medical, it, uh, they, go, they get a little too um, proactive once they read a chart or see a number and they're like, they got to get in there. And um, I think, I actually think we have to be careful about that because, uh, yeah. you know, you can't start yanking stuff out of your body. Once you start messing around with uh, different surgeries and stuff, then you have to, it's like, okay, um, you know, you, you, I had kidney surgery, uh, kidney surgery. Okay. Then they move the intestines around and stuff. And who knows when they push that stuff back in there, if they're going to put pressure on a, on the bladder or whatever, you, you never know, because once you start messing around, then one thing is connected to the next thing. It's like taking some, um, meds where you take one med and you have all these side effects mm-hmm. and then you have to take another med to handle yeah. the side effects from yeah. the first med. And then you have another issue comes up. What's your thought on all, all of that stuff? Oh, well, consult with your health provider <laughs> when you take mm-hmm. any supplements. Yeah, consult your doctor. And, um, of course. yeah, it's better not to go on that route because, you know, as soon as you start getting surgeries, and uh, I, I have friends and uh, clients that come around with all the surgeries, and, um, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very challenging route. It's very challenging. But... Um. Um, I would like to also talk about a little bit about the inner guidance, about the um, not the physical only, but the subtle ways how to okay. receive more inner guidance. Would you, would you want to go there? Yeah, let's go there yeah, for sure. So, so when we follow the inner guidance, it's kind of put us into that flow when when things are actually comes more easily and you kind of in the flow and you at the right place at the right time. Um, do you know what I mean? Sort of like you, you don't have to struggle as much. Right. It's more of a natural flow of energy. So the thing that I think you asked me, that how do people um, perceive what's the, the true inner guidance and what is just their mind. Mm-hmm. So that's the challenge of a lot of people is actually to trust the inner guidance and to distinguish where is the, the true guidance and where is like sometimes could be just wishful thinking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> If if it if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, right? So um, we have sort of several inner guidance. The one is directs to our higher good, and um, the one is um, actually urging us to not do something, to warning mm-hmm. us to not not go to the certain situation. Not <clears throat> and um, so when you when you feel and and to enable to perceive the inner guidance, you have to get in touch with your feelings. And I would right. I would say it's it's very uh, hard for um, it's harder for men than for women because we are more in, in tune with our feelings already. But for men, um, you know, there are a lot of um, conditioning that you know don't cry, you be a man, and things like that. So that kind of right. makes them a little more shut off and not being in tune with their feelings. So, mm-hmm. but, but what I noticed that actually I see men getting more and more in touch with their feelings. Have you noticed that, Robert? 
I have, and I think it's a good thing. It's a struggle because it's not as, you know, in some ways it's very easy. In other ways, it's not. I mean, I, my understanding, and let's talk about, you know, working with your intuition is that mm-hmm. you just basically you start, you, you, you work it like a, like a muscle. So you start asking for show me, give me a sign. Cause, because I, from my understanding, Natalia, that the intuition doesn't give mm-hmm. you, you know, specific, they might give you a symbol. You might see something, a symbol, but they don't say <clears throat> move over here or something. So initially ask for like, help me find a parking place or, uh, you know, what's the best route to take somewhere. And then can you give me some confirmation that that's the right thing? So you, you direct and you're, you know, you're kind of on it and, um, without making it pressurized and you start to build that and you start to get some, uh, you know, correlation. And then, then you can, the more you kind of practice, the the better you get like anything else. Does that make sense? Yes. And the more you act on it, the better you hear it next time. And the less you act on it, the less you can hear it. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's say you have a situation and you start to feel sort of like, um, I don't know, let's say it's a meeting you, you go to, but you start to uh, feel uh, the warning signal sort of pits in your stomach, you know, a lot of contraction in your body uh, or you just you just feel nauseous or mm-hmm. very uneasy. It's, that could be that is your uh, intuition guiding you not to go to that meeting. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you can relate to those, to those feelings. Then you find out it wasn't the right meeting to go to. Right. Or it wasn't the right situation to get involved, and your intuition was correct. So, uh, so your body, your own body, is actually contracting and letting you know that that is not the, the right on, for your path. Mm-hmm. That's but so let's true. Say, mm-hmm, yeah. Ahead. So you, you, you would need to pay attention to your own body and the way you feel. And let's say there is another occasion. And, and any time you think about it, your whole energy is just rising, you know. You just get excited. And it's like you feel, so your body letting you know that you you have the energy to accomplish that thing. You know, yes. it's, um, whatever it's a project or if you're working on a project, you're just um, excited about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. the whole energy rising in your body. You just If you pay attention to your body, how you feel, also, if you um, know how you normally feel, right, you know how mm-hmm. you feel normally every day. So you pay attention to, you are aware of your body, you're aware of your feeling, and all of a sudden you feel something very different. So you pay attention to very, that very different feeling that come in uh, sort of a, suddenly. It might be your intuition mm-hmm. that's guiding you that there is something you need to pay attention to. No, that's so true. Yeah. I'll give you a couple examples just from my own, mm-hmm. own personal experience very recently. Uh, yeah. uh, one is just, uh, you know, I, I do something, um, I do some type of workout basically every day and I'll take a day off maybe or two a week. But what I do is I really listen to my body now that I didn't do when mm-hmm. I was younger. So I'm like, if it says take a day off, I take a day off. If it says you don't have to lift weights or whatever. I, I don't. And um, you have to pay attention to it. So that's that's one thing. More importantly, two other things came up uh, within the last 24 hours. One was I went to a – I live in a condo, and I went to an annual board meeting, and uh, some people wanted me to go to bring up a specific uh, – kind of a sensitive subject, but something that would help everybody in terms of some financing mm-hmm. on uh, 
uh, condos and stuff. And I went and I felt all, I felt so uncomfortable sitting there at the meeting. And I kept telling myself, okay, wait for the right moment and talk about this. And I'm, I felt nauseous and I'm like, I don't even want to be here. And then when there was kind of a, uh, a pause, I brought the subject up and I was being, I was sharing some truth that's actually very helpful to the condo owners. And I figured, uh, yeah, they're going to be very pleased and just the opposite. They like, it was like shoot the messenger type of thing. And I felt so horrible when I left, I felt like I wanted to take a shower. So I didn't listen to my intuition there that said, just shut up. You don't have to say anything about this because you, you know what the answer is. You just want to share yeah. it with other people. And a lot of times people don't, they don't want to know. Um, makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. The, the, the third example, which is, is even clearer because I've been really doing my best to clear the channel with the intuition was I met a friend, a former colleague who's doing, who's helping me out with something. I met him for lunch. And I figured, okay, I'll pick up the check. So I picked up the check and then I was two blocks away. I'm in New York city and I was heading towards the subway and I just stopped in my tracks and it wasn't a voice. It was just like, look in your wallet for your credit card which has never happened to me before in my life. Yes. And I stopped and I looked and it awesome. wasn't there and it wasn't there. And I turned yep. around and I went, walked back to the restaurant and I said, I left my credit card. They opened the drawer. Here you go. And that was it. Yeah. And wow. I never in a million years would have thought of that. Mm -hmm. I never have ever left my credit card any place. And this was clear. This was the clearest yeah. information I got. It wasn't a voice, but it was just yeah. a knowing like do this. Yes. And I did. Yes. So, and I think um, that's, that's because I've been open to listening to, to get that guidance. And I think mm -hmm. that we really need to be open to the guidance to be able to work with it. Yes. I'm laughing because that, those things always happen to me now They're all the mm -hmm. time, but with the energies that are coming to the planet, that's where we are going actually mm -hmm. and we we better listen because we are becoming more intuitive everybody and um more telepathic and more intuitive and those things are going to happen more and more and more frequently from now on so yeah it's you actually can be more productive and save time um let's say that you you want to, you're working all day, right? And you, you, you're telling yourself you need to work more, you need to work more, you need to push yourself and push yourself. And that's, you know, uh, the culture tells us to do that, right? But right. then your body is sort of saying, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I need to walk outside. Please, I need to stretch. Mm -hmm. So if you ignore your body and you're going to push and push and push yourself, right, that's one scenario. The other one is you listen to your body, you go for a walk, or stretch, or just go to breathe some air. And you, after you come back, you take a short uh, 20 minutes, half hour break, and you come back and you accomplish so much more yes. in a so, so much less time. Mm -hmm. And also, you also might, while in the break, you might have an insight that will help you how to accomplish that project faster mm -hmm. in less time and more efficiently. So instead of pushing your body and running yourself down, so that's that's the way to be more productive. To so it starts with the body. Mm -hmm. Starts yeah, with listening yeah. with, to the body. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so imagining also, um, you know, in uh, like in our um, culture, we are meant to like 
ignore pain or not ignore but shut it off, right? If we have pain mm-hmm. in the body, we are um, so conditioned to just to take the painkiller and, you know, shut it off, stop it completely, uh, um, you know, just shut off. However, the pain is there is to communicate there is something, there is a problem. And that's the way your body is communicating that problem to you. So by shutting it off, you're basically ignoring your body and mm-hmm. ignoring the problem, and that's become chronic, and then it's become a disease. But if you just tune in into the pain and, you know, ask, what, what is wrong? What do you need? What is, uh, I'm listening. What do you want me to do? Is it that I need a rest? Is it that what do I need to give to my body? Is it that I push myself too hard? So that would be a different also scenario of listening mm-hmm. to your body and your body intuition. Got it. Um, you had mentioned something that I think is uh, very important for people to hear, and that's about you know the changes that are in store for our planet in terms of uh, uh, you know higher vibration. Because a lot of what I've been reading and talking to folks like yourself are saying that you know there's a lot of things in place now that are suppressing our ascension that this you know the solar kind of flashy stuff that's supposedly going to be happening it's already happening mm-hmm. but we're it, yeah. through chemtrails and other stuff bad news and messing around with the weather it's keeping people down because who's ever pulling the strings on the you know behind the scenes doesn't want people to really ascend uh, vibrationally so um what's your uh, perspective as to what's in store what's the timeline and what people can do to uh not let themselves get kind of uh, um, suppressed by the system that's in place? Yes. Um, well, uh, there's, I, I think I've heard a saying, uh, if you want to be successful, look what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I would say tune, uh, tune out the mainstream media. That that would be number one to me. Okay. And you know, I have a lot of objection, but you know, I'm informed. I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel like I need on anything if I don't watch the news. But the problem is that there's so much fear propaganda, fear, and uh, um, that is broadcasted to us. So we are um, that putting it into our subconscious mind, and that's what we are manifesting in the collective consciousness. So our collective consciousness, conscious manifestation, that we are manifesting this future all together. So the more we're going to just start to create our own life instead of, um, you know, buy into the fear porn um, of the media, the more more we create that, you know, um, better future for everybody. For it's not about me or you personally. It's about us as a collective. It's mm-hmm. not about my ascension or your ascension. It's, right, it's, it's about ours. It, mm-hmm. Right now, it's it's no longer me or you or mine or your. It's us. Mm-hmm. We're all in it together, and we need to help each other to to move up the scale. Yep. And um, turning off your TV and uh, just you know trying to be a creator of your own life, and also right. by you help others by helping yourself. Yep. You work it. You work it inside out. But uh, you know, doing all those things that we talked about today, by um, uh, you know, getting all the fluoridated water and getting um, you know as much as possible mm-hmm. eat better, and um, 
you know, Sleep. by eating better, you might, yeah, by eating better and treating yourself better, you might just, you know, not need any more pharmaceuticals. So that, that is a good thing. Right. And, um, yeah. And less time on Facebook, too. Yeah, and I also, I believe that there is no, um, you can't stop those whose time has come. And what I see is there would be, it's a, it's a smoother tr- transition. It's, it won't be overnight in my, you know, in my vision. It's not an over, overnight thing. But it's a more of a smoother, well, I wouldn't say it's smooth, but I would say it's more a transition. It's a longer, you know, transition. But I believe that we are moving into a better future. But um, right. what I think we will start to see um, the better aspects five years from now. Okay, great. That's that's On not so far system. away. Good. Yeah, Good. it's not that's at all. It's going to be bumpy. I'm sure bumpy road for getting there, but uh, yes, yes, to get there, it's going to be bumpy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we just um, need now, to hang on, <laughs> hang in there. Okay. All right. Um, now you do. Uh, uh, crystal resonance uh, therapy. You do uh, intuitive readings, crystal hearing, healing, personal group coaching, and uh, you work with angel cards and stuff. So we had talked about maybe if there was a minute or two, a couple of minutes oh, at yeah. the end of the show, um, if you want to demonstrate one of uh, what things that you do, one of the services that you offer at your at your uh, website, um, the mytempleofhealing.com, why don't you... Mm-hmm. Uh, Give us a, a little bit of a taste. Okay, so uh, Robert, um, pick the deck: um, angels, dolphin cards, or crystal cards. Which one would you like? Uh, let's do uh, crystal cards. Awesome. So let me uh, say a, a short prayer. I call upon my highest guides and Robert's highest guides to join with us at this time. I ask this information that is offered to be made clear, concise, and applicable for Robert and his life. And any additional insight, information, or clarification he requires be offered to him by the highest source of spirit over the next 24 hours in the way that he can easily perceive and understand, and that any energetic alignment, attunement, or healing also be offered to him by the highest source of spirit over the next 24 hours in the way that he can easily and comfortably integrate so that I may walk my highest path and he may walk his, his highest path and for the highest good of all. Oni, oni. Okay, so okay. I'm going to take a card for you. <laughs> okay, so I got, <laughs> it's so funny. The card for you is growth, and it's governed by adventuring. So you are in a period of growth. <laughs> it's just, okay. I just picked one card. So um, that growth also <laughs> is okay. So also you you might um, if, do you have adventure? It's really easy to find that stone. Um, any crystal store have adventuring. It's very inexpensive. It's a green stone that will help you in the process. You know. What but what, what is what is a stone? Adventuring. Adventuring. How do you how do you spell it? I'm going to write that down. Yes, it's A V E N T U R I E N E, adventuring. Okay. It's a 
light green stone, but um, some people believe that it helps to attract abundance, which is also good. But in this context, it helps you to grow. And um, in growing, you might be growing your company. You, you are in that period of growth. And um, also, by growing through all that, you also it's a spiritual growth, also, in, in my opinion. So you are growing spiritually. And you see, by the thing that you told me, you are growing um, Mm-hmm. Uh, in your intuition, in the way you connect to your to your body, um, so I can try one more. So another one, you got the nurture card, which is um, blue pectolite, and that is saying to you. So I pick those cards in a um, context of gift and a lesson. So the growth is the gift card. And the lesson for you is to nurture yourself through this process. So growth, sometimes, you know, we grow when we are uncomfortable. We grow mm-hmm. in an uncomfortable right. way. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. growth and, um, you know, comfort does not go together, they say. <laughs> and right. You grow that's when true. you step out of your comfort zone and that the growth actually happens on that out of comfort zone, you know, and the thing that it could get challenging and you need to nurture yourself through the process. So nurturing yourself is, um, you know, nurturing your body, giving yourself enough sleep, giving yourself good food, taking breaks, playing with the child and also um, nurturing it to me because there's a, um, child in the context uh, it's um you have um a, as somebody uh, like a little baby right so just very small i have child. a five-year-old i have a yeah i have a five-year-old just turned five yeah yes so um playing with uh with that baby for for some reason feel very nurturing to you very good to you mm-hmm. yeah does that make sense yeah absolutely i need to do more of it yeah okay well fantastic yeah. Both so, um, are, uh, actually, both are very, very positive cards, and both are water, <clears throat> water element, which is telling me it's emotional time for you. Yeah, and it's a good emotional time. <laughs> good. Well, thank you. And uh, for our listeners, if you want to get in touch with uh, Natalia, and why don't you tell us also some of the other things that you're offering at your website. And um, once again, the website is mytempleofhealing.com. But uh, why don't I turn this over to you and just uh, – you can tell the folks, um, you know, some of the other services, how they get in touch with you. You have some events coming up. The floor is yours. Um, yes. Yes. Um, my temple of healing.com. Uh, that's my website and you can sign up, um, and be on my email list when you sign up, um, to that I cool am. email course. Yeah. <laughs> A small email course to tra- uh, called transform your pain into purpose. So it's a seven-day email course, so you're going to get email once a day, and it will explain you and help you how to transform your challenge, your pain into something more positive in your life and not being, not feeling like, you know, a victim, but how to empower you on your process. Mm-hmm. And uh, event, I, I have an event in uh, Mount Shasta, California uh, for the Fall Equinox, September, mm-hmm. uh, September 20. First to 23rd. Yes, so we will be on the mountain. Yeah. 
What is so special about Mount Shasta? I know somebody else. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Michael Tamura. He is a he's a psychic and a channeler, and uh, he lives out there, right by the mountain. But um, everybody seems to rave about Mount Shasta. It's a great place to visit, and it's it's um, you can really um, feel very you know the energies are very strong there. So it's okay. a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it's a long story. It's a lot to tell. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, um, Natalia, uh, Natalia, thank you so much again for being coming back to Guys Guys Radio. Um, I have so much respect for you as a person and what you've how you've succeeded, all the things you've had to go through, and uh, all the positive work you're doing. And you're so generous and giving, and you're a very nice person. So. I really appreciate it. And here at Guys Guys Radio, our door is always open. We're always here to help you. So whenever you want to come on back and promote something, here we are. Thank you, Robert. All my thanks to you, too. All right. Thank you. Okay. Have a great summer. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, folks. Um, I think that's going to be our show for this evening because uh, we filled up the hour, and I'm going to save the – the guys guys guide for um i've got another show coming up on live show um on monday monday night next monday so we'll do it then um i got a lot of stuff for you and in the meantime uh, have a great week enjoy the beginning of summer i hope we got a lot of great plans and remember what i always like to say is guys guys finish first